Only two episodes in one week, Batman. It's episode 78 of the Action Figure Blues podcast for the week of Wednesday, the 14th of August, 2013. You've heard our chat with Toy Guru. Now listen to all your favorite regular features. Hey everybody, Scotty here. Well, we had originally planned just to bring you one episode this week, all the normal features, plus our interview with Scott Neatlick from Mattel. But once we'd finished that interview, we wanted to get that out to you as soon as possible, while there's still time to make up your mind about the 2014 Mattel subscriptions. So that went up earlier in the week as episode 77. And now we're bringing to you the normal features that would have gone along with that episode as episode 78. It's a shorter episode, it's the news, it's feeding the addiction, it's red carded and named that, but we know that you wouldn't want to miss out on those things. So join Ben, John, and myself for a short but good time. And we'll see you with a full episode again next week. The signal goes out. The ferocious feline is on the prowl. It's Catwoman. But Bruce Wayne's custom coupe is loaded with surprises. Batman returns. What was that? It's Batman. Catwoman sets trap. But Batman's unstoppable. No, I'm not. Batman strikes back. Catwoman Batman returns. Bruce Wayne figure included with custom coupe. Other figures sold separately. Well, good evening, gents. How are we? Yo, baby. Uncle. Yo. <laughs> We're all yo, yo. Yo, yo. Scott. Which corner of Australia are you joining us from this evening? Oh, I'm in the Queensland corner where it's warm and uh, pleasant. But oh, you, you'd have good weather, wouldn't you? Yeah, it has been actually very nice. The last time I was up here, I was up here a couple of weeks ago and it rained, but um, tonight, th- this I've been here three days, I think, and it's been quite pleasant, but I'm really looking forward to going home tomorrow, although I'm not looking forward to going home as early as I have to go home tomorrow because now I have to, they, I got a phone call saying, oh, sorry, but we've canceled your flight, so do you want to go home at six in the morning or nine o'clock at night? <laughs> and I was like, well, neither of those really suit, and they're like, oh, well, We'll give you a complimentary upgrade to business. And I'm like, can I have a complimentary upgrade to business at like nine in the morning? Is that no? <laughs> so no. So yeah, bright and early. I'll be, I'll be in uh, asleep in business class flying home. <laughs> Good on you. Good on you. And John, how's the weather over your way? It's about ninety degrees here. Ooh. Ninety degrees. What's what's that in real temperature? Mm, probably upper twenties. Nah, no, man, that's that's probably early thirties, I think. Yeah, it is, yeah. Uh, it might be. I don't know. Oh, is that? Excuse it, me. You're you're an engineer. You can um, calculate freely between Fahrenheit and and Celsius, can't you? Um, not temperature, because I don't use temperature a lot. No. It's it's the one I can't convert. I can do miles and kilometers and inches and 40, centimeters and forty degrees Celsius is like a hundred and two something Fahrenheit. Thirty two. 32. Geez, that's actually quite warm. Is that common where you are? Well, it's 
the more summer yes. here. Yep. Mm. I just weren't sure whether you're in one of those areas where you know you don't get the the hot summers. No, and it's been just absolutely humid. I was just going to ask over. that question if it was really humid. Yeah, because we've been getting rain and mm. stuff too, so it's the weather's just been horrid. Mm. I can, and, I can and, do hot, but I hot and humid. Yeah. Yeah. Our, Sing- our Singapore. Air conditioning. Hmm. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say Singapore, um, you know, is so humid. That's the thing. That's the killer. There, it's not the temperature, although it is hot, but it's just so humid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's our air conditioning at work just doesn't like keeping up with it. Mm-hmm. You know, you come in in the morning, and it's just muggy, and <laughs> it's just not nice. And we have. Um, one room that we do all of our calibrations for gauges and stuff in, and that room has to be temperature controlled, and it's like 68 in there. So, nice. You know, every once in a while, you wander out there and uh, walk through just to, you know, why are you in here? Well, I just wanted to ask about this. <laughs> How are you, Ben? I'm well. I'm well. It was um, Mrs. Shake's birthday yesterday, so we've been celebrating birthday, last Mrs. Shake. Yeah, yesterday and also today. And uh, she she quite enjoys pieces of Ladro, the um, the the Spanish um, what are they statue makers? I guess been around for a long time. And she likes the odd select piece, so she received a piece for her birthday. But it was also just happened to coincide with me receiving my Sideshow Deadpool premium format statue. So I was like, no, nah, my statue's bigger than yours. Uh, very mature. Charming. <laughs> anyway, well, I suppose that, uh, that concludes the AFB World Weather Watch. Uh... <laughs> Wait, no, what, what weather is it in Canberra? You didn't say. Ah, what is it? Today it was awesome. It was, um, I think, 18 degrees Celsius. But it was nice. Like, there was no clouds, um, no clouds, no rain, anything like that. Beautiful. Uh, well, you know, you we guys be coming we... in the spring soon, right? Yes, very close, just around the corner. So 18 degrees is 64 degrees Fahrenheit. So it's, uh, in, in Melbourne, we have spring every day for about an hour. We also have winter um, <laughs> and autumn and summer every day as well. Indeed. Yeah. Very excellent. Hmm. All right, well, that wraps up the AFB World Weather Watch. We'll come back with some articulated news. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure! I'm Bill S. Preston Esquire! And I'm Ted Theodore Logan in concert! And I make them play! Speaker connects to figures and most cassette players to make figures play music! Now on drums, that bodacious barbarian Genghis Khan! Yeah, our new pal from old China! Excellent! Let's rock and roll! Squeezing their legs gets them jamming! Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure! Party on, dudes! Before we get to our main features, we start each episode with a bit of news. Articulated news is where we discuss the latest events and announcements in the toy and collectibles world. We're not a comprehensive toy news service. These are just the stories that relate to the things we're interested in and have caught our eye this week. And Scott, what you got? I have got a bit of um, Bowen Designs news. We don't talk about every Bowen release because they have been pretty busy in the last couple of years. But there are two new Bowens up for order that I think are both worth talking about and the first one is an action red skull i think this is a going to be quite a divisive piece 
it is designed to go along with the action Captain America that came out last year, which is a brilliant statue. It is a a, a very classic. Oh, it screams Jack Kirby, doesn't it? Yeah, Red Skull. I, I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. But I know that not everybody is, and I think that you're not necessarily wild about it, Ben. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'll certainly, you know, full credit to the Jack Kirby design. I love that. I just, I don't know. The pose just doesn't sort of sell it for me. Um, yeah. well, you know, the, the problem is, is that Captain America is when in that picture where they show him together, his arms fully extended. So if he's punching him, he hasn't reacted to it, or he's missed him completely. <laughs> <laughs> so Bowen, Bowen should have sculpted a um, a red skull with like a you know one of his teeth being knocked out. And... Yeah, I well, do like what just... he's done with the gun. I do like the, the shooting effect. The... If you look, there's a couple of different um, photos that have been put up for this, and there, you know, depending on the angle, I think that there's actually quite a good angle where it looks like he's taking the punch on the chin. But I mean, obviously, these are designed to be able to stand on their own as well, and I just think it's a it's an interesting uh, side piece to go along with that cap, which I do have. Um, there's been a lot of comment about the lack of a swastika. Mm. And, you know, that that is an interesting discussion, which has been had time and again about uh, the appropriateness of using that on toys and collectibles. And uh, I understand why mm. you wouldn't put that on something that was going to go to mass market. Um, but I mean, I... The German statue collectors are thrilled. <laughs> no, that's right. Well, I mean, the swastika is banned in Germany. Exactly. So. Yeah. Well, so, depending on what it is, you can't sell it on eBay either. True. Yes. I mean, I, I, I don't mind. It doesn't kind of put me off, but it is a discussion point that has come up about this: is you know, that mm. it should have a swastika, and that's obviously a very personal um, view. Um, he does have a red armband, but I think it's got some other symbol on it. Probably just the Hydra one. I think that's what they've been pimping. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then the other piece is kind of from Kirby classicness to 90s <laughs> outrageousness. Um, this is a Strife statue. And uh, I have to say that although I think as a statue this looks fantastic, he's got a awesome flowing cape, and Bowen has been doing a great job with um, capes, etc. lately, I do not. I have no idea who this is. This oh, is yes, you're out in your nineties. Yeah, yeah the, I'm. I missed the nineties in comics, and I look at this and think, you know, I'm not sad about the, that. The love for this character continues to baffle me to this day. This this is a legacy of all things horrible in the nineties <laughs> when Rob Lee had, sorry, Rob Liefeld had any kind of creative control. Um, Strife it was created as a villain for the X-Men. He was a clone of Cable, so he even looks like Cable under the helmet. Oh, of course. Uh, everything's identical. He he turned up. He was around for a couple of stories. Then he got killed. Um, we haven't really seen him since. I, I think he was supposed to be coming back or something. I don't know. But anyway, um, he, he really was a flash-in-the-pan tragedy that, that just didn't take off like Deadpool. Um, who's been around ever since. Mm-hmm. And I, I just I do not understand the love for this character. Mm. 
Um, he was never particularly interesting to begin with. He hasn't been around for a long time, and yet people still want to pay hundreds of dollars for statues of this dude. Yeah. Um, it certainly looks great. I think the base is fantastic. It, it, it is something I know from being part of the Bowen you know, fan community for a long time. I've heard this character asked for over and over. Mm, um, mm. But, you know, so it is kind of one of those strange things where to me he's really obscure, but there's people are really excited about it. Um, the only positive for me is that it gives me a Bowen that I don't have to buy. Mm. <laughs> um, because so many lately that they've been coming out with have been just kind of must-haves for me. Um, but this one... Yeah, and and I occasionally do buy pieces of characters I don't know very well if I kind of think, oh, that looks really cool or whatever. But yeah. this one, I know it looks cool, but it's, it's going to be expensive because it's huge. And yeah. uh, I I can safely pass this one by and not be sad. I think. Yeah, I mean, you don't you know, want, there's. Sorry, John. You don't want those uh, nipple port things. <laughs> That's where he recharges. <laughs> yeah, I can live without the nipple ports. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, so many bad things I could say right there, and I'm just not mm. going to do it. Um, like I have my own, or no, 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 sure. Um, so no, I'm no, sorry, no, I completely brought us down. I'm you sure did. You sure did. And uh, uh, speaking of nipple ports, um, that's all my news. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Stripe actually came back for the Messiah War um, back in 2009 and oh. vanished again, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. They brought him back just to banish him. That's exactly right, where he belongs. Yes. All right, well, some news from me. Uh, we, I know we saw this at the San Diego Comic-Con, but it's just too much fun not to um, talk about, certainly since we've got some pretty cool pictures of it, etc. And that is uh, Necker's four-and-a-half-inch tall alien egg, um, which has uh, little glowing bits. And <laughs> best of all, if you press a little concealed button on the back, a little rubbery face hugger jumps out. Um, I couldn't think of anything more terrifying than seeing <laughs> facehuggers jumping out at you. I mean, they Yay, completely wig me out when I see them in the Aliens films. But, um, yeah, that's a little fun, um, you know, piece. I don't quite know how it scales up to the actual Alien and Predators. I didn't think the Alien eggs were actually that big, so I'm not sure whether it's actually meant to be a, a sort of a companion item. But uh, certainly, you know, it's a lot of fun, and if I can handle touching the face hugger, that's something I'd um, add to my collection. There's not enough toys anymore with action features. Mm, true. You no, know, so no, don't say that. No, really. I mean, you know, like if you think about a lot of the the great things that we, I mean, great in inverted commas, but, <laughs> you know, like special special action, you know, squeezes legs and he swims or, or whatever. Mm. You know, like there's not many toys anymore that actually really fit that brief. So pressing a button and launching a rubbery face hugger high into the air sounds fun. Mm. It's like when you were a kid and you had your Micronauts Force Commander and you could run around, you know, shooting missiles out of his chest and shooting his fists and, you know, someone else had Baron Kaza, you could try and take each other's eye out. It was great fun. But, yeah, compared to today. But this thing seems to have the spring-loaded action as well as the glowing light, so... That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's fun. I don't know know if that's too big or not, because he had to lean down over it, so... Hmm. I mean, it's four and a half inches, which is just over 10 centimetres, so that's quite substantial, so I don't imagine that's to scale. Yeah, that sounds a little little big. Hmm. Hmm. Have they Um, done an astronaut? They haven't, have they? 
the you mean the space jockey? No, the um, like Kane or oh uh, no no yeah. not not from Alien. No, I'm assuming they'll get around to those guys. And in some other news, our uh, podcast partner, Adam, a.k.a. Westy, alerted me to the new Bandai Monster Arts Batra figure that's been announced. And uh, this is just another fantastic um, entry into the the Monster Arts series that they've been doing, and I'm really quite um, thrilled to have him in there. Um, I guess what's really fun about this series is... You've always got that that little bit of hesitation when you get a new series like this because you know how many characters that are out there. You know that you want to add them to your collection and sort of do that universe thing. And and I guess if the early figures aren't big sellers, there's that chance that the line gets cancelled and you don't get to see some of those extra characters. So to see this line actually get as far as it has and and see characters like um, Batra, who is effectively this giant sort of insect moth dude that appeared in um, uh, Godzilla vs. Mothra. Um, it's actually quite fun, and I, I imagine he'll actually be quite large because he'll have a pretty big wingspan as well. But uh, he's only sixty four ninety nine, so I'd say the wings are um, quite large, but then he's sort of fairly small. So he's These probably are sort of... terrifying. Like, oh, they are. They're, they're, they're like... fantastic in terms of really capturing um, the detail of these beasts so often. Mm. They are. I mean, obviously King Kong's a bit of a, a an out, you know, an outlier because um, he's not in scale, and um, I, I think they're just getting him in there for the popularity. But I've got quite a few of these now, and they're just so much fun. There's so many interchangeable parts. Um, I mean, even for people like um, Mecha Godzilla, they're using parts for part of him. So, hmm. I mean, yeah, they're pricey, but. Gosh, they're just a, a lot of fun to set up and look at. They're just getting that likeness down perfectly. And this is a another great addition. So we'll probably see this one in Jan, uh, about, yeah, early next year, probably early 2014, uh, priced at 65 US dollars. So how do they come with some these? sort of stand or? They do, yeah. They, they come with, um, quite complex stands. It, it's, I guess it's like any of the sort of figure arts, sort of Bandai figures, you get that, that complex, um, base that that has the various arms and claws that hold them in place and depending on the size of the figure like i know the the king gidra which is the biggest one they've done so far other than probably destroyer who's still coming um king gidra actually has three because he's got the three heads and so once you actually set him up he's he's quite large and awkward and so you if you want to get him into a flying position one stand just wouldn't be enough huh. so yeah, so I think uh, he must be, I'm just thinking Batra must be about the 10th figure in the line now. So, yeah, quite substantial. Hmm, and that's it. Sorry, John. While we're talking about Kaiju, um, what movie did you pick to go see the other night, Scott? Do you know what? <laughs> After asking Facebook whether I should see Pacific Rim or World's End, uh, one of my colleagues um, here said, Hey, let's go out for dinner. And so I went and did that instead. <laughs> <laughs> so I still have seen neither Other of them. Yeah. Good on you. Huh. Yeah. And I was did going you? to actually, I had some time tomorrow and I was going to, I, I, I'll see Pacific Rim. And I was going to go and see it tomorrow and then they moved my flight. So mm. I did go and see World's End and it's a fun film. It's it's certainly not the best in the, the, the Edgar Wright sort of series. Mm. It's fun though. Hmm. But anyway, it's, a wait, it's a wait for a TV, right? Oh yeah, you definitely. I mean, Pacific Rim you should definitely see on the big screen. I know, I really it's want to. Scale. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Okay. John, news? Yep. Um, we didn't do a Mr. Gold update, but we will do one this week. And there are 1,430 out of 5,000, 53 in Australia, 8 in Indiana, 16 in Denmark. <laughs> and you, you would think there'd be more in Denmark and two in Mozambique. Apparently. Now, now I have a rant, and that's why I picked up wanted to do the Mr. Gold update. You have a rant? I have a rant. Okay. Rant, rant away. Um, Chuck Dog, 1999. That's dog with an A-W instead of an O. Oh, uh, cool. He's, 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 one, he's one of the hosts of uh, What's on Joe Mind, and he does YouTube reviews at youtube.com backslash Chuck Dog, 1999. Does Transformers G.I. Joe. Um, he would posted a uh, thing on Facebook the other day that he had this gold figure, didn't know what it was. It was ugly. Asked if anybody wanted it. I said, that's Mr. Gold, and apparently he was punking me. Oh! <laughs> oh, that's not funny. That's not funny. That, no. that, that was an inadvertent laugh. He's no. a nasty person. Yep. Yeah. So, um, I thought about giving him a red card, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I am calling him out on it. <laughs> oh, that's just evil. Obviously, he just doesn't realize what serious business Mr. Gold is. Mm. I know. Well, he does. Mm. He, I guess yeah. he has a lot of Lego followers. And, mm. Yeah. He Actually, just one to tease them. <laughs> one thing, John, pr- with the shipping of these figures, do we presume that Lego have actually shipped all their their sort of Wave Ten figures, or, or would they still have boxes of stock sitting in a warehouse in Denmark somewhere, waiting to be shipped as people, you know, replenish orders? Or, or are we assuming that they're all out there somewhere and, and still sitting on counter displays and? I, you know, I don't know if they're sitting in counter displays. I'm wondering if they're sitting in warehouses somewhere. Mm. Because even after, you know, other series will come out here, you'll see, depending on where you go, you'll see different boxes start to still come out. You know, I've seen like 10 come in the store, but then I've seen nine at a different store. Mm. This mm. is the kind of thing that just would do my addictive personality in if I collected this stuff. Mm. You know, like I, even with, uh, I've probably bought more uh, Lego minifigures from Series Ten than I have for a long time, but that's partly because I've been the kids and I want a couple of particular ones, and we just can't find them. Um, but you know, if I was uh, this, the whole blind bag blind box thing is just not good for my. No, it, it's disorders. it's fun to begin with, but then it starts to get. Annoying. I know when I was getting the Funko blind boxed uh, South Park and Futurama figures, it was a lot of fun to begin with because you were opening it going, oh, I wonder which figure I'm going to get. Mm. And, you know, you get two or three and you start to build a collection and then you might get a rare figure and that's exciting. But then you get your second Cartman and your third Cartman <laughs> and you're like, okay, it's starting to really piss me off because these things are costing me 10 bucks each. So, uh, you know, a friend of mine now has a small collection of Funko uh, figures because I keep giving him my extras. <laughs> well, see, that's where you need to have like a really good forum for being able to trade those. Kind of like I know uh, afbforum.com yeah. and you know you I'm can go check. there was and trade. Say that again. What was that address again? Um, afbforum.com. I have to go and check it out. Yeah, well, it hasn't worked very well this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually. Uh, yeah. I see some of us weren't going to mention that, but the mm. little the little mice that um, run on the wheel of the AFB forum are tired, um, so they've been having lots of breaks. 
this week. Mm-hmm. Oh dear. Hmm. But in other Lego news, yeah, I have some more. Um, since we're talking about Lego, they announced they have Simpsons sets coming in 2014. <laughs> and Woo-hoo! this sounds this. <laughs> Perfect. This sounds like it has been met with some, uh, I don't know, controversy, because uh, uh, apparently the Lego fans are like, well, that's not really a kid-appropriate, age-appropriate line. I'll get over it. Yeah. I... Really? I mean, well, you... when you look at the sheer volume of merchandise that the Simpsons brand has been spread across over the years... You know, I don't see why Lego is any different to anything else. Yeah, I don't know. It's just I, I'm, that that's been a conversation on any Simpsons merchandise. I think, you know, since day one. But I, I think my biggest question is, what are they actually planning to do? I mean, you do. Are they going to do the Simpsons house as one of those big Arkham Asylum style box sets for a couple of hundred dollars, or uh, you know, we're going to get Apu's Quickie Mart and you oh, know, Android's so. Dungeon? I mean, is it is it going to be that kind of theme? Uh, we, can you eventually yeah. build Springfield? I would hope so. I'd hope you get uh, the power plant at least. Ah, damn it! I'm in. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I I think I can avoid the. It'll really depend on what the figures look like. Mm, I can actually see them getting so much out of this line that they actually extend their their blind box line mm-hmm. to include a Simpsons blind box line because there's there's you know two hundred characters that you could do at least. Mm. Yeah, I'm at least. glad to be dodging <laughs> that bullet. Uh, we'll just keep talking about it and drag you in. No, if I don't if like it Simpsons enough to. Mm. With with the NECA stuff coming out, I, I think I can avoid this. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Because I have you know a good chunk of Springfield already in that style, so <laughs> yeah. I think mm. I can avoid this. Mm. And um, last up, our friends over at Funko. They are creating a couple new things. One of them is a DC game with uh, Batman and the Joker and cards and a board. And uh, I don't, it's called uh, Throwdown. So I, mm. I don't know. Cool looking Batman, though. Hey. But they, they have a little bigger news because they've announced some more blind box stuff, which will make Scott happy. Yay. Actually, <laughs> actually, I can't imagine Scott wanting any of these because he's easily terrified. Um, <laughs> Yeah. These are all um, horror and horror movie icons, pretty much. Uh, and, pass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I, figured, I figured you would, because, you know, that kind of guy. Yeah. Um, I'm that kind of guy. You know, and I, I looked at the picture, and I was pretty much blown away, because it's pretty much every big horror icon for the last yeah. 20 years, probably. Yeah, and in typical Funko style, they haven't just gone for the the you know the obvious people. I mean, yeah, they're there, but um, I was quite surprised by some of the extras, particularly Captain Spaulding. I noticed was in there. Yeah, um, and, from House, um, House of a Thousand Corpses, and both uh, Billy and the Trick or Treat one surprised me. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, and Jigsaw from uh, Saw. Well, that's that's Billy. Oh yeah, yeah. That's Billy the so, puppet. Yeah. Um, they're, yeah, they're done in the same style as their Walking Dead uh, minifigures. So these are mm. two-inch figures, I think. Maybe. I can't remember. They're mm. fun. Two and a half. 
but yeah, yeah they are so. fun and I, I like how there's the the blood spattered and non blood spattered <laughs> versions yeah i mean there's three chainsaws in the first you know what is it <laughs> a dozen figures or so oh yes because of ash that'll that'll get adjusted in if there's any army of darkness slash evil dead love and uh chucky's there i'm surprised scott wouldn't want a chucky doll mm. did you have a chucky doll as a kid no what <laughs> no i can't say that did. anyway he yeah. doesn't scare chucky yeah no Huh. I just yeah they don't scare me I just don't like it's just not my thing not your cup of tea you're more it's of an not, Earl Grey I, I am that's right yes it's just not my cup of tea <laughs> fair enough then alright well I think that wraps up the articulated news and when we'll be right back with the next instalment of the AFB podcast game name that Hi, my name is Well, now it's time for everybody's favourite podcast game, Name That. Our good friend John, a.k.a. Engineer Nerd from TVandFilmToys.com, presents us with an action figure sound, and the aim of the game is to guess where it's from. So, John, over to you. Well, I tried to change it up a little bit last week, and we had some action-y type commercial, and we'll put that little sound right here. Changing colour and losing power. I need to re-energize. So, gentlemen... I always ask. Any ideas? No, oh, this is where you embarrass me because I haven't listened to last week's episode yet. <sighs> I have, and I feel like I'm going to be thumping my head on the desk when you tell me what it is because I, yeah, but I just couldn't pick it. Color changing action, re-energizing, nothing? No. No? Um, that, that is a uh, Captain Planet commercial. No. Captain Planet. I've never had anything to do with Captain Planet. Never never watched it. Color changing? Apparently there was a color changing Captain Planet. Cool. Talking about action features. I, I can hear I can hear Scott's keys going to eBay right now to find himself one of those. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm not. I, I love put Captain next to Planet his, about as much as I love Simpsons, so there you go. Put, put See, next to his glamour gals. That's what we don't have anymore. We don't have enough color changing figures. They did that recently on something. I can't remember. Yeah, you pop your what Batman lines. figure in some warm water and he changes to a pleasant lilac or something. <laughs> yeah, there's just not enough of that. <laughs> it's yeah. disappointing. Yeah. Disappointing. Yeah. I don't think I have any. I mean, I've got a couple of the uh, Stormtroopers that the battle damage shows up in, in cold, I think, but that's about hmm. it. It should just adjust to regular temperature. You shouldn't have to dip your figures in water to get it to do stuff. I agree. Okay. Well, what are you dipping in water, then? Never mind. Um, (laughs) (laughs) John, you're a bad influence. I know. That's why we keep you around. I like when Ben's on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, you better listen to a new sound before this gets totally out of control. That's too late. (laughs) So, so please put the new sound right here. My new cake mix. You have the power on. All right. And it's so delicious. I think we're getting through, Captain. What year? 1987, I think. Try it. Hello to anybody watching. 
and we'll listen one more time. My new cake mix. You have the power on. All right. And it's so delicious. I think we're getting through, Captain. What year? 1987, I think. Try it. Hello to anybody watching. Well, as always, um, you can come over to the AFBforum.com and um, register a guest over there. Yeah, when it's working. Um, Tuesdays and every third Thursday. Which I'm sure I'll be working soon. Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) We're we're saving up for gerbil chow. We're Um, we're putting the mice on a supplements program. Yeah. Apparently, we got Ben's leftover mice from his old internet. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, that's really going back. (laughs) Yeah, just. (laughs) Uh, um, Anyway, uh, come on over, make a guess. You know, you get a guess, you get four points. If you want, come over and play the picture version on Tuesdays and Thursdays over at tvandfilmtoys.com. And, uh, you know, you can still guess in the same spot. Check out the pictures. You guess what they are. Same kind of deal. If you're more of a visual person. And that's it. We'll, we'll move on to uh, our nerp Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not doing the nerp bear this week. Yeah, um, I know. The nerp wasn't available. Uh, uh, <laughs> how about I just say that coming up next, we're feeding the addiction. Thank you. Each sold separately, and you can put them in any crazy pose you want. That's the name, Kiss. They may look insane, Kiss. It rocks your game, it's Kiss. Kiss. Each 12 and a half inch figure sold separately by me. Well, we're all here because we collect, so Feeding the Addiction is where we take the time to check in with each other and discuss any new acquisitions or pre orders we've made. And it's going to be a short whip around, isn't it? How about I just hand over to both you guys? <laughs> yeah, I, I got, I got nothing. Um, me too. I've, I've got stuff on the way, and I have a, um, a statue that's been sitting at my local comic shop for three weeks now, maybe that I haven't been able to get in. So, oh, um, of course, you've been around. I know. So, there, sorry, All Star. Please take care of my Bo and Doc Sampson. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll eventually have something to share, but I've been, <laughs> been too busy to even collect toys far out. I've been uh, looking for Duck Dynasty figures and I can't find them, so. Right. What about you, Mr. Ben? Well, I had a pretty good week. I received a box from the uh, very, very wonderful Mr. and Mrs. Hyperion, which contained two uh, Despicable Me 2 minions that I've been looking for. Um, They are, they are. And really, it, it represents everything I love about this hobby is the fact that you can be an adult toy collector in one part of the world and a fellow collector in another part of the world goes out of their way to actually help you. Mm-hmm. So it really is fantastic. So um, Mr. and Mrs. Hype picked up the Fireman Minion and the Ninja Minion for me, and um, that's wonderful for Banana. a number of... Sorry? Banana? That's the, that's the one. The, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, the little ninja minion with his sword is, is slicing a banana. <laughs> banana. Banana. Um, 
the the Despicable Me too. I, I can remember John way way back before the second movie was even on the horizon. You talked about the the lack of merchandise for the first film, and they certainly made up for it this time round. But it's all but sold out in my city. Uh, I, I did a the rounds of the shops in the middle of last week, and there's very little left on the shelves. Um, yeah, quite surprised. It, it has, it has, yeah, and this particular yeah. series of minions, they're they're about two inches tall. Um, they, I don't think a lot of shops ordered heavily on them. There was probably two pegs, uh, for these figures and they disappeared quite quickly, except for, of course, the horribly undersized Gru who just sits in large numbers. Um, and so I was only missing three of the minions and sure enough, um, after putting out a call, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Hyperion picked up, uh, two of the ones that I was missing and it just so happens on Friday, I walked into Toys R Us and there was about three figures that had been put on the shelf as if they'd been lost somewhere. And one of them was the last remaining minion that I needed. And that's the, the fellow with the little red lights on his head. Oh. So, um, yeah, so I think I'm up to date now, presuming they don't bring out another series. <laughs> so very, very pleased. I'm, um assuaging my need for minions by using lots of minion stickers on facebook <laughs> in, in in the facebook chat i've just become addicted to yeah they're um, fun that, that all those stickers and the um, minion ones are my favorite yeah they disappeared um, off mine oh they're probably still there you probably just added more and you have to scroll through them maybe hmm. Yes. So anyway, thanking Mr. and Mrs. Hyperion once again for their generosity. And uh, the other thing that arrived, as I mentioned earlier on in the show, was my Sideshow Deadpool premium format statue, which is absolutely superb. Um, Definitely going to be a Toy of the Week in an upcoming episode because it is very, very worthy of a review. Yes, it's uh, got some of the nicest paint I've ever seen on a statue. Just the the colouring is just so well done as far as the shading to get that that sort of red contour happening and lots of swap out pieces and and all that sort of thing. And very very pleased. Cool. So hmm, pretty good week for me. Yeah. So um, I expect you guys to make up for it next week. Yeah. Well, hopefully by the time next week comes around, I'll certainly have that statue. And uh, I should have my Star Wars black six-inch figures as well. Oh, yes. Hopefully mine will be here as well. I'm boycotting. <laughs> the I'm show. The show if you're talking. That's excellent. <laughs> okay, Scott, let me know when you got yours. So the next time that you and I are on the show with John, we'll do um, do those as Toy of the yeah, Week together. sounds good. Plan, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if no one has any other items to report, it's time to reward another red card to something or someone in the toy universe. What is this bizarro world? Or red carded is a chance to poke fun at the WTF moments in our hobby, be they unusual announcements, a complete fail action figure, or something worse. And this week, handing out the penalty is Scott. Thank you, Ben. Now, I might have had something to report in Feeding the Addiction this week, if not for... Uh, this next red card. The red card this week goes to DC Collectibles. And it goes to DC Collectibles for uh, putting together two packs of figures that we already have with figures of never-before-made characters. So I'm talking about here particularly the Wonder Woman and Katana two-pack, but then there's also the Flash and Vibe two-pack. Now, Katana is a a character I really like, 
And she's also one of the characters whose New 52 design I really like. And so I am dead keen for the DC Collectibles Katana figure. But in order to get her, I have to buy a two-pack with her with a Wonder Woman figure that I already have as a single mm-hmm. pack figure. And also, uh, although now... I don't know if it's exactly the same because all these Wonder Women, and I've seen both photos of them and I've seen a whole kind of box full of them in person. They all, the Wonder Women do seem to have a special action feature, which is action feature crazy eyes. <laughs> um, she's rather alert. She isn't looks she? super startled. That's, mm. and, and there, so I actually, uh, here at Comics Etc. in Brisbane, I, went and had a look and thought, you know, I know these are out and I might just pick it up. And first of all, here in Australia at the moment, um, with the dollar not as strong, etc., it's $55. Ouch. So, Dear you know, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so a, a standard um, figure, you know, usually costs about 30 So, I mean, that's a slight bargain for two figures, but then there's the one that I already have. And then I thought I was kind of justifying it thinking, well, if I have to buy that Wonder Woman, I'll give it to my older daughter because she she does like Wonder Woman, etc. But A the price and then B, I went through about eight of them at Comets, etc. And all the Wonder Women have the action feature crazy eyes. Mm. So I'm I'm just cranky. Yeah, we've got two two characters here, Katana Vibe, who have never had a six inch action figure before. Um, yep, they're the new fifty two versions, but like the two two figures that I'm really keen to have because they're just because they're different and I'm a universe builder and that's you know what I do. And then they go and do this and they put them with figures that, you know, anyone who is serious enough about DC action figure collecting to want a Katana figure and a, or a Vibe figure already has that Flash and Wonder Woman figure. Yeah, I, I do wonder what the thinking was behind this. Particularly when, you know, like I, I think, put, put aside for a moment what you think about New 52, etc. I think DC Collectibles is actually doing a good job of bringing out these these figures in their new versions etc and i like the packaging i like what they're doing um i don't see any reason why those two characters would not have sold as single packs and well in particular you're selling to collectors this exactly. isn't just a on the pegs at toys r us or something like that where i mean i understand with like the the jlu figures they tried to get you know a major player into every pack as a selling point but you're selling to collectors Exactly. You're selling to people who are serious enough about it to, you know, it's not like a, it's not the kind of thing that someone's going to pick up on spec. Mm. Um, it's got, just go, oh, that, that looks cool. Because if you don't know who those characters are, you know, they're not going to be of interest. Yep. So yep. what, what I, what, what I'm worried will happen is I imagine those are going to be sitting around for a really long time. So that's I just thought, well, I'm not going to pay $55 for that. I'll just wait until these are on clearance, and then I'll buy one. Um, and But then I can see that being translated to, oh, well, those characters don't sell. Yeah. But you have to wonder just how much actually gets fed back to DC Collectibles. I mean, if shops ordered big on this and they're just sitting on shelves gathering dust, DC Collectibles... 
uh, are sitting there going, well, will these sell? These two packs, they sell. Well, no, they don't. They sell to comic shops who then get stuck with them. It's, yeah, exactly. it's, like that, it's like that old thing about comics. It's like, oh, this particular comic was our number one selling comic. It's like, no, it was number one selling comic to comic shops. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're still sitting, you know, you know, my local comic shop has wads and wads of DC New comics. Um, so, you know, you can claim that your new DC New is selling well. It's like, well, not to the actual readers, it's not. No, that's so. right. No, um, I, yeah, I just I just saw it and thought, you know, I'm annoyed. I think that um, it just doesn't it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense yeah. to me. I think this is just one of those situations where you have to hope that eventually one of our Chinese friends uh, is selling them loose and you can pick it up that way. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's, but this is the other thing as well is that, you know, it's not like the – you can just go and get it on eBay because, of course, if any of them are going to be on eBay, it's going to be the Scary Eyes Wonder Woman. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I just think yes. it's a kind of one or, of those weird things that you think, um, you know, a bit like the – Or. Or. Wait. Well, Wait, you could go somewhere like AFB Forum and post there and say, is there any customizers that would like to go 50-50 with me on this so that they could have the Wonder Woman buck? It's you. Again, again with this forum thing. Yeah, I think that forum could really take off. You know, you, I think you've got some great ideas there. It's a great, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I have to say, I think that the Katana figure is a great-looking figure. I've seen it you know, in person. Um and the paintwork on all the ones I saw are, is really good. They've done some beautiful sculpting on it, um, and I'm I'm actually really enjoying these new Fifty Two action figures. Mm. Um, you know, they're they're fun. I, you know, the Captain Cold's out at the moment as well, and you know, even though I'm not again 100 percent on the design, he's a great figure. Yeah. Um, and so I just wish that they hadn't done this. It's just it's, what are the what are the single ones going for? 30 30 yeah 30 mm. to well i mean now they they were a little bit less but the australian dollar has lost its parity with the us dollar which is actually a very good thing um in in lots of respects for our economy but um not so good for the collectibles prices so I mean, it's interesting, just having a quick look, quick look on eBay and the, the DC Comics, um, Green Lantern, New 52, Simon Bars um, action figure, you can pick that up for eleven ninety nine US, buy it now with free postage. So $12 for a single figure. Um, so, you know, he's hoping that uh, some of these figures do, in, I don't know, maybe there are warehouses full of unsold figures <laughs> that will turn up one day. Yeah, well, I mean, I just, when I saw particularly the number of these two packs that were at the shop that I was looking at, I thought, well, I'd be very surprised if these fly off the shelves and I think I'm just going to have to bide my time for, you know, I just can't bring myself to pay $55 for that action figure. Yep. When I, I will keep my eyes open for you. Thank you, John. <laughs> when I don't want the other one, you know, so if anyone out there desperately wants the, um, new but what if I could get them for like 30 bucks for the two of them? Cool. Well, then I still got to pay shipping. Oh. Anyway, I, yeah, with that shipping, that doesn't count. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, so anyway, that's that's why I'm giving them a red card. I just think you know, I actually like what they're doing at the moment, but I don't. I think this was a bad, bad idea. Red card. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well done. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
Okay. Well, look, I think we should wrap that up. And uh, we're going to wrap up the show, too, in just a moment with some feedback before we close things off. <laughs> hey, kids, I'm here to tell you about two extremely famous plumbers, Mario Mario and Luigi Mario, from the Super Mario Brothers movie. You want to know what makes them super? Because they triumph over the evil Koopa and his brain sidekicks, Iggy and Spike, using only their plumbing tools, and they battle the Goombas. Koopa's hideous dino human army. Those Goombas are scary. The Super Mario Brothers action figures from Earl. But don't worry, they're not real. Well, before we finish off, we have some feedback from our listeners to share. And if you'd like to hear your questions, comments, or suggestions on future episodes, you can email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com. And you may just hear it read out. And, John, you're going to read out some feedback tonight. So over to you. Yes, yes I am. Um, I'm over on Twitter at Engineer Nerd, as you probably know if you listen to the show. Uh, but if not, now you know. Uh, got some Twitter love over there from uh, Mantis Nine Nines. He said uh, after retweeting, said he loves the show and doesn't mind helping us out a bit. So, thank you, Mantis Nine Nines. We appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> and uh, we also got a follow Friday from uh, the Ginger Prince, TGP Seven at uh over at twitter i think that's what that is i'm gonna have to look that up because i'm not sure now (laughs) (laughs) the way that looks um yeah i'll have to look that up um but he said a great podcast if you like toys uh, action figure blues with some great contribution by engineer nerd so absolutely Um, he's over in england uh so you know obviously he's Yes. Oh, it's TGP73. Cool. So if you want to check out Ginger Prince, um, you can check him out there. He's a good guy, real good guy. He uh, shows up occasionally on the uh, Star Wars Action News podcast doing uh, reports from uh, England and that area. Oh, okay. Cool. Hmm. So, And next up, we had a whole bunch of feedback from uh, Owen's son, uh, Jason, from the a planned banter podcast he was listening to a an episode where ben was talking about music and he said you guys make fun of boston on your show what is going on <laughs> and uh you know i think we were not uh, making fun of their music but rather the fact that there is a lack of it that they could be you know have a little more output not, not, not quite one of my uh, marathon efforts no no you you more like a sprint <laughs> more like a sprint yeah and um he was also listening to the king kong review which was on that episode uh he said he was getting his thursday and he would see about the perfect score um, <laughs> he's up for the challenge came, yeah which he came back and said that uh kong is very cool but not destroyer cool um he's definitely fun to take with the goofy pictures so he actually sent us a goofy picture comparing um <laughs> gorilla <Monkey> butts, butts. <laughs> yeah, gorilla butts with uh, Gagor and Mala. So uh, this is a very disturbing image. I, I really, yeah, I don't know. Now, disturbing aside, you just got to get to the point and say that Kong has the best butt. Okay. Are, are you a gorilla butt connoisseur? No, no. I'm just if I had to pick one of the three, I'm just you know going with it. <laughs> if you had to, if I had to, yeah. But I don't so, know. Um, so you would, uh, huh? 
<laughs> Does this happen often at the the zoo? You, do you check out the monkeys or? No, no, no. I'm just you know helping out. Okay. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, I want to. We'll say thanks to Jace for for listening yeah. and sharing his um, monkey, monkey butt picture. Love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop now. <laughs> Quick, quick, Scott, have you got a shout-out? <laughs> I, I do. We've actually already mentioned um, the person I wanted to give a shout-out to, but we, you mentioned Mr. and Mrs. Hyperion er, earlier. Um, but uh, I did have a, a conversation with Mr. Hyperion um, during the week where he was helping us out with something, um, as well as helping us out with collectibles that we can't get over here in Australia because he's done that for... Um, well, particularly for my daughter who collects, you know, some stuff and he's helping us out again at the moment, always throws in some lovely, you know, extra things as well. And, uh, he's a great friend of the podcast and he, you know, said, when am I getting my friend of the podcast badge? So here it is, Mr. Hyper- <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Hyperion, you are official friends of the podcast <laughs> or FOP. Yeah. <laughs> FOPs. No, but but thank you. It, it's you know we have got lots of people that interact with us regularly um, on our forums, on Facebook, on Twitter, etc. Um, but very few that go um, as far above and beyond as Mister and Mrs Hyperion do. So thank you very much. Um, and speaking of Twitter, we went over a thousand followers on Twitter this week when we weren't looking. Hoorah! Yay! Yay! We're almost as popular as John. Almost. Almost. Part of my problem is, though, that I've limited out because if you hit 2,000 people you're following, you can't follow anymore. What? Yeah, if you don't have over 2,000 followers, you you can only follow 2,000. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm a little stuck because what I have to do about every – about once a month is go in and, like, clean out people that – maybe aren't following that, you know, used to follow or oh. aren't active anymore. So, like, uh, once you get over 2,000 followers, then you can start following more. Yeah, but then it, I think it's one for one. Really? Even. Yeah. That's interesting. I did not know that. I'm, I, um, yeah, I, I need to go through and clean out ours, too, just because there are some that... You know, from the early days, that just because they're not active anymore, that sort of thing, and yeah, you know. yeah, and that—that's what I have to do. Is I have to go through and you know weed out some of that when I because I'll—it's weird. I'll have a bunch of people start following me, and I'll be like, oh crap, I don't have enough people I can follow, so I have to go clean out some people to follow new people. But do you follow everyone that follows you? I try to. I, I, I don't follow everybody, but I do try to. If it's if it's a real person and it's not just links to say auctions or something like that, yes. like stores, I don't necessarily follow. I mean, there's some of them I do just because you know I'm interested in what they're selling, but um, I won't automatically follow those people. Yeah. And I typically, before I follow somebody, I will look and see, you know, I'll open up their tweets and read a few of them just to make sure it's something I'm interested in. Yes. Hmm. There you go. All right. Well, is that the end of our feedback? This show is. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. This show does. All right. Well, we should wrap things up and say goodbye. We sure should. Bye, oh. everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 Call your...
Oh, relatives, spader, neuter. <laughs> <laughs> Call your mum and see if she's okay, particularly now. There's just nowhere to go after that. No. The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and downloaded direct at actionfigureblues.com by clicking on the podcast tab. If you do listen to us on iTunes, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join in with all of the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, new releases, old lines, and engage in trades and sales in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, please don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, ShelfLife.net, and the Pop Culture Superstore, who help keep our site running. You can also find us on Twitter at AFBlues and on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. Thanks for listening. Carded is a chance to poke fun at Really? <laughs> oh wait, no, stop! I haven't split the recording, so that was obviously a. I knew. I just knew. You did it for me. Thank you there so much, Ben. Something wrong in the podcast force. You just know my every need, and I really there, appreciate there was, it. There was a ripple. If only John could be more like you. My midichlorians ached. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Because <laughs> you weren't recording that, were you? Yes. It's actually not that funny. It's just that Scott's tired. No, it is funny. My med- I felt it in my metachlorians. <laughs> oh, John's tired. Sorry, John. I love when John goes, wow. Oh. Uh, John's tired. He's been up an hour and a half. Now, did you... Do you have a sleepover happening of a bunch of teenage girls in the next room. <laughs> you know, Nate, as, as established in last week's bloopers, I don't require that. See what happens when you don't read the friggin' script. <laughs> you get in your papers. I was reading the script. There's oh, no- geez. Yeah, right. So, so please put the new sound right here. Uh, who is the idiot that does that? It's you, Ben, isn't it? Oh, thanks. <laughs> Which of the two idiots is it? <laughs> well, it didn't happen last week. Ah, uh, well played, John. Well played. And uh, because when I edit it, when you're fuckers on, when I'm not on the show, it's just really <laughs> like when I have to edit that crap. I'm like far out. Uh, well played. It must stop. <laughs> okay, and we'll listen one more time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
<laughs> I think you might need to say that again. 